What to do if your clients suck? We've all been there attracting unaligned clients to our business, especially as we're starting out in a side hustle and potentially you're trying to work out how to navigate through all that awkwardness. I'm going to talk about it in this episode, so stick around. Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your hundred ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. All right, all right, all right. I might be just a little bit harsh in saying what to do when your clients suck, but I wanted to get your attention. What I wanted to talk about today was really just about clients who, yeah, I mean, flat out, they just do not align with your business, where you're currently at at the moment. And essentially, if you're building your side hustle, you're wanting to build something that is focused around joy and freedom and choice, something that will bring you happiness, not a sense of anxiety and panic and worry. And I wanted to take you guys through a particular example that has come to mind and something that I think will be extremely helpful for those of you that are currently wrestling with the, uh, with the idea of drawing in aligned clients. Maybe you're questioning why your clients quite aren't at that stage at the moment and tips for what you can do to start really turning that wheel a little bit closer to where you want to get to. Now, today I only attract aligned clients, but that's because I made a choice. You have the ability to eject a client from a relationship that no longer serves you. And I know that saying that sounds perhaps a little bit harsh or you're going, yes, Ruby, show me how to do that. I need to eject someone from my client relationship. I'm going to go through this in just a minute. Now, let me just first define what I mean by clients who suck. Clients who suck can come in the form of clients who don't pay you. That sucks. Also clients who are perhaps energy draining or energy sucking or energy vampires. And thirdly, clients who just don't show up. Now, this is just really disappointing. It makes everyone feel annoyed, frustrated, sad, sometimes a little bit angry. So these are clients who potentially have engaged with your services or have bought you know, a, a coaching course of yours, and then they just don't disappear. They don't show up. And to me, I put them in the clients who suck category because it's just not a nice feeling and it doesn't make you feel abundant in your business. Now, you might also be moving your business away from your original niche. I did this. I went from career coaching, interview coaching, and resume writing into side hustle coaching. So this might not mean that your clients suck per se, but I'll talk about how to change and pivot your client base because what you'll end up doing in that transition is trying to work out which clients you want to continue working with because it fits into your longer term vision and which clients 
clients, perhaps you are not the best to serve any longer and you need to then help them find someone else or, you know, just have a conversation to say, you know, it was great to be a part of your journey for this period of time. Is there any way I can help you really connect with perhaps people in my network to help you really take your stuff to that next level? I've had many of those conversations and it's always ended up in such a rich place. And I end up being really great friends with my past clients who are now, you know, moving onwards in their careers. Okay. So let's talk about Jane. Jane is my client that I will be referring to today. Obviously I've changed her name for the purposes of this podcast. Now I remember when I first encountered Jane, I actually had a humble little gum tree ad And it was the first time that I decided to really relaunch my business after nearly getting fired for my side hustle. And the the first thing that came to mind was why didn't I just post a little ad on Gumtree and see what happens? So Gumtree is like Craigslist. And so I said, you know, I'm a resume writer and interview coach and someone who can help you with your LinkedIn profile. Jane emails me and she said, I'm really keen to engage with you. Can we have a conversation? And I was so excited, you guys. I was jumping up and down. I was like, oh my goodness, this could be my first client, how exciting. And we set up a time for a call. And I remember going into my son Henry's room and I closed the door and I sat down on his bunk bed. He wasn't in the room at the time, but it was just the quietest room that I could find because the kids were playing outside. And I remember calling Jane and I was so nervous. All I had in mind was to secure her business. All I had in mind was to make the sale. All I had in mind was to convert the client. And being my first client, I was so desperate to make it work. After four calls, by the way, that first call went for about an hour. Four calls later and about 15 minute, 15 emails after that, there was a lot of back and forth around pricing, some questions that she might've had. She finally signed up and I was elated. I remember thinking, yes, I did it. I converted her. This is the best. And there was sort of a bit of like a, you know, I think just a sense of, yes, I won that conversation. I won the client. My first client ended up being quite the disaster to work with. Poor Jane. Poor Jane. I wasn't I wasn't the coach for her. Let's just say that. We started working together and almost instantly I knew something wasn't right. I was an interview coach, as I said, and at the time she wanted me to write her a script and rehearse every single job interview with her line by line and continue to do that for every single job interview after that, that she scored. I was also writing her resume and every time she received a rejection from her resume, she would ask me what was wrong with my resume? Why wasn't I getting her cut through? And why was it that recruiters were still ignoring her application? Now, of course, this whole scenario, as you can probably already sense, is quite toxic because it made me actually feel, oh, so, so desperate. I don't know. I just felt desperate trying to find answers and solutions for her. I dropped everything to try and work things out and workshop things with her, but it was simply not my style. Her energy was demanding. She was telling me what I should be doing. And the following weeks I had endless calls and emails and messages. I actually got to the point where I was so anxious about working with Jane. Does that sound familiar to you guys? If it does, I have a couple of tips for you. So tip number one, look out for the signs when signing your clients up. Too many emails and questions can sometimes 
be an indicator of the energy levels that you will need to exchange with them when coaching with them or working with them or offering the service that you do to them. If you're a travel agent or if you're a bookkeeper, just keep that in mind because often you'll be able to pick up certain habits and characteristics of incoming clients. If that does not suit the level of energy that you are prepared to give back to them, it is going to be a potential problem down the track. Tip number two, it's actually your responsibility to set boundaries. Client boundaries are something that I really had to learn very quickly when I first started in my side hustle. I had this tendency, and I still do actually, to over-service my clients. I want to make them feel really you know, special being a part of this whole side hustle coaching journey. And I'm someone who will give not just my time and energy when we're on a one-to-one coaching call, but I will message you in between coaching through voice messages. I will follow your Instagram posts. I will comment on your Facebook. Facebook feed. I'll be doing things to make you feel ultimately very supported when you are actually going in there with your own business journey. But it's your responsibility to set boundaries. And I didn't do this with Jane. And this ended up being an inbox full of demands from from Jane. So be clear with your clients on communicating your boundaries. When can they reach out to you? How can they reach out to you? Set the expectation around turnaround times, set the expectation also around payment terms. So for those of you that are not yet getting paid or you're chasing up invoices that are well and truly overdue, it is completely okay to have that conversation because once again, they fall into the category of you suck anyway, because you're not paying my invoice. And I have the opportunity right now to ask for that energy exchange and for that currency exchange for the work in which I put in. Don't ever be afraid of doing that. Tip number three, try being direct as soon as you feel a misalignment. I said to Jane after three weeks, too long, too long, you guys, I probably could have done it a lot sooner. I said to Jane after three weeks of working together, I'm not sure that I'm what you're looking for as a resume writer and as an interview coach. It seems you require someone more hands-on than me. And you know what? Jane disagreed with me. She said, no, you're doing so well. You're exactly the person that I need in my life. And for a split second, I felt remotely grateful. I felt like, oh yeah, I'm getting accolades for my first ever client. What happened was I spent so much energy on Jane that it actually blocked all the process flow and all the abundance that was just waiting for me because my energy and the levels that I was giving out to the universe were saying, you don't have any more room for new clients because you are spending everything on this one client and helping her move through things, even though it might not be quite the right fit. So think about that from an energetic levels perspective. What are you saying out there to other people who potentially want to work with you, but you're putting out this sort of, uh, you know, this sort of time bound thing saying, oh yeah, but I've got a client at the moment that's really demanding and I might not be able to service you as much as I would like to because I've got a client that, you know, is really taking up a lot of my time. I no longer have that issue guys. And I ended up ejecting Jane from my client base. And whilst it does sound relatively harsh, I did have to say to Jane in the end, cause there was a lot of back and forth that I was not the right coach for her. And I would try and find somebody else who could help her along. 
and I did actually. I found someone else in my network who's amazing, who ended up writing a, you know, a, another resume and a cover letter for her. And I believe that relationship went fine. So sometimes by letting clients who suck uh, go off your client base and off your database can actually end up bringing in a whole new fresh chapter. As scary as it may seem, because you're thinking, well, even if that client sucks, at least they're, you know, bringing in some income for my business. It doesn't always work that way. So as soon as I let go of Jane, I actually ended up deciding right there and then that I would create a little bit of a questionnaire for all personal one-to-one coaching. So people who wanted to work with me had to basically fill in a questionnaire and I would read every single answer. I was so particular about the type of person that I would work with moving forward that I actually ended up rejecting more requests than accepting them. Now, as you are starting a side hustle or a business, you might think that's absolutely crazy. How would you, why would you do that? And why would you reject clients? The truth of the matter is, is that if you don't do that, and if you are not certain and telling the universe exactly the type of person and soul aligned client that you want to work with, then you're not going to end up attracting them. It'll come out in terms of your social media messaging. It'll come out in terms of your sales calls, which I no longer do because my clients sign themselves up, but it'll come out in things like, you know, your email list and what you are saying to them. And as you are thinking about this, think about the ways in which you've communicated with new clients. Because I had Jane in my life, I was suspicious of every new inquiry that would come in. I actually felt anxious bringing on new clients in case I was getting Jane 2.0 or Jane 2.3 or Jane 3.7. I was really, really worried. And I had to do a lot of mindset work to clear that out. And unfortunately it was my first client. So that was the only, you know, real basis baseline that I had when it came to attracting clients. After putting together, I did it in a Google type form, that questionnaire. I finally found two or three clients that just really, really resonated with my message. And I ended up, uh, they were in Melbourne. So I was able to meet them for a coffee at the time. And I connected with them straight away. I also decided that I would bite the bullet And I would go out to my personal Facebook page and personal Instagram page to let everybody know that I was starting a career coaching interviewing business. And because of that, I actually was able to draw in more aligned clients, less clients who sucked because I was getting rich referrals from uh, people that I might've worked with previously, or uh, perhaps it was my cousin's best friend. And, you know, it was just kind of just this little bit of a closer connection. And I'm not saying that that's the strategy that might work for you. But what it did for me in particular was having worked with clients who had a connection in my inner network actually helped me build my confidence back up. It helped me understand what do my soul aligned clients truly look like. And then I was able to build a persona around that person. I had a client that sucks persona and I had a client who thrives persona. And I was always looking at these two thinking, which category, you know, does this incoming uh, inquiry fall into. So I know that this is a relatively maybe harsh black and white way of looking at your client base, but it is so necessary to get this right. If you are going to continue to scale your side hustle, if you do not eject the clients that no longer serve you and that are no longer aligned to where your vision is, you are actually blocking your business growth. You are blocking it from a mindset perspective. And you know what? You'll burn out. You 
you'll get really worried about that next client coming through. You'll always be second guessing your services and your products thinking, I need to like shift it because this client wants this thing. And I need to maybe change up my offering and my pricing and discount because this client wants another thing. And what happens is that you don't have a solid foundation. You don't have something to anchor to, to say, this is my truth. This is why I built my business. And anyone else who does not resonate with my message, then it's okay because what I'm doing as a result of that is only being a magnet for people who do resonate with my service and my message and my style of coaching and the way that I communicate with my clients ongoing. Today, I'm so excited by the fact that Align clients sign themselves up and I know that they are truly aligned because I can see it in their commitment notes. I can see it in the in just in the fact that they get the link, they sign themselves up, they know they have to join. There is zero convincing to be done because they've seen my messages online. Maybe you're someone who has listened to the podcast for a long time and you've thought, oh my gosh, I just need to work with Ruby. Where do I find, you know, Ruby's coaching packages or upcoming courses? And I have many people who've signed themselves up for personal brand boss or side hustle slingshot or my monthly masterclasses because you just resonate with what I've said in a particular podcasting episode. Everything draws back to your message. Everything draws back to your truth. Think about the tips that I've just given you guys around looking out for the signs, setting up your boundaries and being direct. It will really help you flushing out to, sorry, to flush out those toxic clients and bring in those that are just going to help you thrive because you're able to serve them from your place of truth. So I hope this has been really helpful, a short, sharp, snappy message around how to clean up your database, get rid of all those clients who no longer serve you and who suck and who are disrespecting you because they're not showing up, they're not paying you, or they're just really wanting to show up to drain your energy. No one has time for that in their lives. Ground back to your big ticket dreams and why you started your side hustle in the first place to bring joy and freedom and choice into your life, not anxiety and worry and stress. Although sometimes you might still feel a little bit anxious and worried and stressed, but that can also sometimes be positive to help you grow and be comfortable in the uncomfortable. I'm so excited guys for everything that's to come for all of you. And of course, if you love this episode, I would love for you to share it on Instagram, tag me at underscore Ruby Lee underscore, but even better, come and join the own your hustle Facebook group on Facebook, where I show up live at least once a week to give you guys a little bump up and a little bit of energy of mine to help you along with your own side hustle. If there are any questions whatsoever coming out of this podcast, do not be afraid to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm always on there uploading stories. I absolutely love that platform for conversation. And, you know, in the meantime, I just really, really believe that we have some work to do to keep ourselves accountable and responsible for the business that we're wanting to build for ourselves, because that is what is going to give us a sustainable platform to absolutely leap off. I'm going to leave it right there. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day, evening, whatever you are doing. And remember, you can absolutely own your hustle. P.S. you guys, I have something so exciting coming up for all of you. It is an exclusive membership site with monthly masterclasses, lots more of me live, helping you move forward in your side hustle and talking about topics like this one in a much deeper way. Check out rubylee.co or follow me on Instagram to keep updated with when the membership site is going to drop. 